0: I'm Jamie Emerson, I'm from the Jack Reach Review, this is a review podcast. Just want you to be aware that you can check out our website www.jackreachreview.com for all things Jack Reach Review related and get ready for our upcoming series all about Killing Floor, that's on its way soon. We're also thinking and talking about doing some kind of special one-off episodes perhaps a Reacher a lifestyle episode where we spend a few days, I haven't told my wife yet, but we'll spend a few days um, living like Jack Reacher, shopping in charity shops and wandering around, talking to random people, going to small towns and seeing what's going down. Uh, that's one idea that we've got on the agenda. Another idea is a trip to the University of East Anglia Archive where Lee Child's notes and sketches and letters all related to the Jack Reacher series are housed. Um, We're hopefully going to visit that. Both of those podcasts will be with a good friend, Paul Ramshaw. uh, He is the technical wizard behind the Jack Reacher Review and um, a fellow, and actually, to be honest, the guy that is responsible for me Knowing who Jack Reacher is, frankly, so thank you very much for that, Paul. Who'd have thought it that years later we'd spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and hours talking about Jack Reacher? So thanks for that. Um, today I'm looking at a personal favourite of mine, One Shot. One Shot is absolutely quality. It is a class act from start to finish. It was um, published in 2005 and is the ninth book in the Reacher series, so a firmly established series at this point, the Reacher's, and One Shot, it really is Leech Out Fire and All Cylinders, it's the book that was made into the film, if you've seen the film, I saw the film before I read the book, it's fine, doing that is fine, One Shot, the book, is better than the film, I'll review the films later, I think they're underrated, particularly the first one, but One Shot, the book is excellent. It's it's another level to the film and it does highlight some of the problems with translating these books into films and how I do feel like TV will be a better place for Jack Reacher than film because these stories, they need space, they need room and time and space to breathe. And TV will provide that, the films don't provide it enough, One Shot is a good example. One Shot is an ensemble piece, lots of different characters, it's also a piece where honestly from I think the first sentence to about three pages from the end, there's a mystery, there's a what's going on quality to the story and that is really important in a Reacher. The most effective Reacher's maintain that mystery, maintain that momentum throughout One Shot is a fantastic technical achievement and a great example of how Lee Child can do that. It starts out with a a sniper shooting a load of civilians. He's in a multi-story car park and he shoots a load of civilians um, out and about in a a non-specific town, a kind of heartlands town in America and Jack Reacher comes in to this story with no real interest in unravelling any mystery he's there because the guy that's done this shooting is somebody that he knows from his uh, military police days he arrested a guy called James Barr for a very similar crime in Iraq specifically in Kuwait City in uh, the first Iraq War, it looks like James Barr's done it again. Reacher said to Barr, for technical reasons that I won't explain here, he said to Barr that if he ever did anything like that again, Reacher would be would be there. Reacher, he would have Reacher to answer to, and so Reacher's come back to investigate. Reacher's come into the story to basically make sure that. Barr comes to justice and make sure that he lives up to his promise to go and see Barr if he ever killed like he did in Q8. Basically as soon as he gets into this story, Richard just wants to leave. He is set on getting on a bus and leaving. This is despite appeals from Barr's young lawyer called Helen Roden and Helen Roden is is an integral part to this story. She's a well-developed character she doesn't fit the kind of love interest stroke ally that's common in the Reacher books but she is a very well-drawn female character and she is defending Bar and she feels like Reacher can help her defend Bar when ironically Reacher wants nothing to do with defending Bar Reacher is certain of Bar's guilt and that's that and she's essentially begging Reacher to stay in town and help her you're absolutely desperate as the reader for Reacher to hang around and it's... It's something that Lee Child can do when he wants to. There's a good example of it in Floor of... You as the reader, you're desperate for Reacher to be hooped into the story and... He's reluctant, he wants to leave and you're like, Come on man, Jack! Come back! Sort everything out! Come on! Instead he's like, I'm just going to get on the bus, I'm just leaving town man, I don't care. And you're like, oh please start caring as much as I do. And you know that he will eventually get involved. And it's particularly impressive in one shot how that's done. As I said, one shot's an ensemble piece. A lot of different characters and quite a bit of time devoted to each character. Which is refreshing, at times... Some characters pass through the reach of books without um, leaving much of a mark. Not so in One Shot. They're all given time and space and they're given motivation for being involved in this story. At the villain end of the spectrum, um, a very memorable villain who I won't spoil too much, but he's very interesting and he is given a little backstory. He's given enough backstory to make him very compelling. One Shot has pace, it has momentum, It has a little bit of action and then a huge payoff at the end in one of the best final set pieces in the whole series. Lee Child set himself a little bit of a challenge for this one and he didn't want Reacher to shoot anyone in this book. And so it's all hand-to-hand combat for Reacher and that is expertly realised in the final act when Reacher does quite literally get his hands dirty. One of the nice things about the book is how Reacher's military police past is explicitly referenced throughout the book and it kind of serves like like some of the flashback, some of the prequel books do, but you have Reacher the drifter who moves from town to town but his military side is prominent in this one and he encounters some characters who he knew within the military and I feel like Lee Child likes writing that side of Reacher, and he he, he rations it, he doesn't do it too often, um, but it's effective when he does it. One thing I really have to mention, and it is, the to me, the only real drawback about One Shot, is there is a moment in it in which Jack Reacher misquotes George Orwell, and it boils my blood when people misquote Famous authors, famous writers, especially George Orwell. I've got a huge soft spot for George Orwell. And Lee Child puts into Reach's mouth a quote that is often attributed to George Orwell, but he didn't say it, he didn't write it, didn't happen. And it's the old chestnut about people sleeping safely in the beds while men go out and do unspeakable deeds in the night, and I think that really does irritate me, it took me totally out of it, and I hope Lee Child is listening, and listen Lee, I'm sure you're listening, listen Lee, you've got to get that sorted, future editions of One Shot, take that out, George Orwell never said it, don't drag him in to it, make that point another way, please, that's a minor quibble, I love this book, it's one of my favourites, I'm not sure if it's the best, it's in the conversation for me, I give it 5 stars.